Ever since we started doing this, Tazi, I have been scorching on this pick'em contest I've got here at the office. So two weeks ago, I just outright won the thing. Nice. And last week, I tied for the lead and correct picks, but the tiebreaker is predicting the total in the Monday night football game, and uh, I was off by 10 points, so I didn't win because of that. Somebody was locked in. But still, two weeks in a row, I have, I have either tied for or had the most correct picks straight up in these NFL games. So. I do wish, I mean, yeah, definitely congrats to you. You deserve credit for it. I wish I could have gotten involved. I just didn't have $100 for my disposal. And at, you and I make a lot time. of similar picks, which means I know, you'd be cashing there. in. Too. I've only cashed in once. Last week, unfortunately, I, I didn't cash. But either way, making good picks. And if you have the most correct at the end of the year, you get some lump sum. So hopefully that happens. Let's start with Thursday Night Football. Philadelphia at Houston. This was a no-brainer. Not no, going out on a limb. No need to. 99% of the picks on Philly, and uh, I well, believe both of us are as well. 1% is bold. I mean, this is just pick them. It's not like we're picking against the spread. Right. If we're just picking a team to win, I mean, it's it's Philadelphia. Yeah, you've probably already used them in your survivor pool, but if not, you go ahead and fire them up. Buffalo at the New York Jets this is a really interesting game on Sunday. You've got the 5-3 and three Jets. 11.5-point underdogs, of course. We're just picking the game straight up. But just to give you an idea of how confident the odds makers are that this isn't just going to be a win for Buffalo, that it could look like a blowout. But this is the biggest game of the year for the Jets. In-state-ish rivalry, divisional rivalry. I kind of think the Jets are going to keep it close in this Mm. game. I'll still take Buffalo to win, but... I wouldn't be surprised if they made the Bills a little nervous. It's kind of a good thing that Brees Hall is out because I would have been tempted to mess around with the Jets' money line potentially if Brees was healthy, but without Brees, it's the Bills. They seem totally different without him. He was their entire offense. 97% of the picks on the Bills. So, yeah, lonely 3% there. I wonder if it's the same as the 1%er with the Texans. Maybe. Either way. Some real slingshotters. Yeah. Even more so than Tazi out there. Right. I'm kind of sensible at times. The Bengals hosting the Carolina Panthers. We got a couple potential blowouts here. The Bengals have been reeling. Well, they were kind of back and forth. You know, last week they lost to the Browns. That's what they do. Joe Burrow hasn't beaten the Browns yet. The Panthers are playing over their heads. They beat the Bucks a couple weeks ago. They went toe-to-toe with the Falcons, went to overtime. They probably should have won that game. P.J. Walker's playing out of his mind. I think their luck runs out a little bit. Bengals get back on track. They win at home in Cincinnati. I think the Panthers can muck it up. I don't like the Bengals without Jamar Chase. They haven't known what their identity is without him. I mean, you figure a heavy dose of Mixon and T. Higgins should be enough, but that offensive line really hasn't been great. Joe Burrow is the best player on the field most likely in this game, but the Panthers still have a defense. They've kind of simplified things. P.J. Walker is way better than Baker Mayfield, or at least... You know, the team believes in him more, which I think goes a long way, and Matt rules out of the building. So if I have to zag when everyone else is zigging, give me Carolina. Wow. There he goes. 94% of the picks on the Cincinnati Bengals, and D-Gen Taz has arrived to this segment. <laughs> Detroit is hosting the Green Bay Packers. It looks like the Lions might be without DeAndre Swift, or if they're not without him entirely, they're at least going to be without uh, a heavy workload version of DeAndre Swift. They also traded away TJ Hawkinson. So, well, you just gave your out on the limb pick. Perhaps this is mine. 
I still think the Lions find a way to win. I kind of thought they were going to win last week yeah. against Miami. I then switched my pick later on, thank goodness, because that saved me from getting uh, an L on my record because of it. But I think the Lions, back-to-back weeks at home, this team does play well. They play hard. They can't figure out how to win. But you know who else can't figure out how to win? The Packers. I think that team is terrible. At least the Lions have some sort of personality about them. And they're at home. I'll take Detroit. Are the Lions the football version of the Orlando Magic? Like they've been 1, in a thousand percent. You know, they've been in a lot of games. Their record should be so much better than it actually is. They're capable, but and they almost have an identical record too, one and seven, <laughs> one and six. <laughs> Isn't it classic? I mean, as much as I want to take the Lions, as much as I don't like what I'm seeing with Green Bay. I don't know. Maybe this Teray kid, whoever caught the touchdown in the back of the end zone, can help Rodgers going forward. Dobbs made a play last week. I, the defense made a couple plays last week. Green Bay, I don't know. I got to take them. Somebody's got to give Minnesota a little bit of uh, some pressure. So give me Aaron Rodgers. I don't feel great about it. But. Well, you can't really feel good about either pick you make here. The uh, In 79% of the picks on the Green Bay Packers, it's just way too much Packer yeah. confidence. I'm happy to fade that. The New England Patriots are hosting the Indianapolis Colts here in New England. Uh, the Colts tend to be the team week to week I look at. There's always a game on the board where I go, man, if Scott Hansen doesn't show me this game on the Red Zone channel, no I won't even notice. Yeah. This feels like that game with Mac that's, Jones taking on Sam Ellinger. That's funny that you get Scott Hansen. I get Andrew Siciliano. You get the, 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 the direct TV version. Yeah. So I, I am firmly in the camp of Scott Hansen. I could not imagine anybody does a better job I, than I've, him. I've been a Siciliano guy. I'm cool with it. Dang guy. I guess it's cool. I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. You know, there are certain people in broadcasting that you you just you can't envision them being replaced. Yeah, Scott Hansen is on that list for me. Never I can't been imagine on Sunday. I don't even care about him any other day of the right. week. I'm saying specifically for red zone. People love him. It's just it's the voice. It's this inflection. He gets me excited. People love him. I mean, you know, I, I fade things people love, so I'm this fading is true. Scott Hansen. All right, well, that gave us enough time to avoid talking about the Patriots and Colts. You want to make a pick? Patriots. <laughs> I'm on the Patriots, too. The Chargers, uh, and by the way, 90 91% of the vote on the Patriots. That's a little, a little scary. It's a little heavy. You guys are a little overconfident on the Patriots. Taylor's missed two straight games of, or two straight days of practice, and, I mean, Ellinger couldn't beat Washington, so that they, doesn't bode yeah. very well. And they traded away Naeem Hines. Not that he's right. the most important piece to their offense, but, but I think it, Taylor doesn't play. it kind of tells you where their head's at. Yeah. Is uh, Jackson going to play that other running back? Deion Jackson? I like him. Yeah, he'll be the backup. He is pretty good. He's Deon probably props. better than Hines, honestly. Give me Deion props. You should take them. Uh, New England. Yep. The Chargers on the road taking on the Atlanta Falcons. I know for a fact we're going to be on opposite <laughs> sides here. I love the Chargers this week. I don't care about their wide receiver injuries. This team's poised for a bounce back, and Atlanta's another one of these teams that has been playing over their head. And I loved Atlanta the first half of the year, but at some point you got to know when, all right, We've been at this party a little bit too long. Things are about to get hairy. I, I ought to grab my keys and go. And that feels like Atlanta. I'm going to take the Chargers. Well, I'm somebody that stays at the party until the wee hours. But no. Like, no. Oh, why would you turn the lights on? <laughs> no Mike Williams. No Boza. A terrible head coach. A banged up Herbert. I'm never on. I never feel comfortable taking that team right now. So I like Atlanta. They know their identity. They want to run the ball. They kind of remind me of the Giants a little bit. Like, they're doing it without a whole lot of talent, especially on the defensive end, but they're scrappy on defense. They're at home. 
A West Coast team traveling east. Atlanta kind of got bailed out by two big misses from the Carolina kicker, whose name is deceiving me right now. I forget his name. Panero. Panero. Yeah, Eddie. Give me the Falcons. I like Art Smith. Yeah, I will say Cordero Patterson back this week with Atlanta. That's a big deal. I like Huntley. I whoever is running back there for them. Huntley's they got guys. Been really good too. Yeah, sixty-seven uh, percent of the picks on the Chargers. Let's go down to Jacksonville and Duval, where the Vegas Raiders will be taking on the Jags. Matchup of two teams that can't get out of their own way. The Raiders dealing with an illness, apparently across the entire team, maybe even with play calling, last week against the Saints and the Jags flying back from London. So both teams dealing with some pretty long flights in this one. Maybe you should just go ahead and take the under. But we're picking the game straight up. The Jags cannot figure out how to win, and I have a hard time believing that the Raiders are truly this bad. Right. So I think I'll go with the Raiders. I think McDaniels might be this bad. I'm also going against Devontae Adams in a fantasy league this year, where or this week, and I have him in another, so it's one of these weird situations when you're in more than one fantasy league. But I have a feeling I'm going to get diced up by Adams rooting for the Jags, picking the Raiders. Okay, yeah. That's right. Uh, so you're not completely out on the team that you said was going to take over the league? Uh, well, I'm out on them, but this week, uh, just because the Jags, I, I hope I'm wrong about this pick so the Jags can get back on a winning path. I've never left the Trevor Lawrence bandwagon. I'm not out yet. I mean, I'm not buying more stock at the moment, but I've I have, never for left. For the record, I know that it sounds like I've left. I have not left. I would like you to envision this. The bandwagon stopped to get gas, and I got out of the car. You're, and you're I stretching your legs. And I haven't decided you know, if I'm getting back in when they get on the highway. Yeah, That's I where I'm you. at. 43% on the Raiders, 57% on the Jags. We are on the Raiders. The Miami Dolphins go into Chicago to take on the Bears. Uh, apparently, it's going to be a little windy there, maybe a little bit rainy, definitely cold. It's going to be in the 50s, so... Can the softies of Miami travel to the frozen tundra of Chicago and get it done? 92% of the picks say yes. Um, I think the Bears are going to muck this game up, make it ugly. I don't think the Dolphins perform on offense the way they did a week ago. Everybody does that to the Lions. The Dolphins have been up and down in terms of offensive efficiency. So just expecting them to explode. I think you haven't been following this team week to week if that's what you expect. So the Bears make it ugly. The Bears might end up on a lock segment tomorrow. Possibly. Wow. I haven't fully decided, but they're definitely on the edge of the list, if not completely on it. But I'll take the Dolphins to How win. How about that? You're looking for the extreme middle. Bears plus the points. Dolphins, Dolphins to by win. a field goal. Yeah, I'd like that. In fact, with my Giants on a bye week this week, this is one of the three matchups, the other being Atlanta, Chargers, and Bengals, Panthers, that I'll be trying to lock in on Uh the military-style Bears. And they add Chase Claypool. Interested to see what that looks yeah. like. Interested to see what Chubb looks like with Miami if he's playing this week. I know he just I, got inked to a big deal. He's He was practicing, so you would think so. Yeah, this is one of them. I'm, I'm putting a star next to this one. Believe it or not, a game featuring the Bears I'm very interested in. Uh, I'll go with the Finns, though. I'll try and hit that middle with you. All right. Sounds good. Let's go with the Washington Commanders hosting the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are on an unreal tear right now. They're 6-1 and one on the road, taking on Taylor Heineke, and the Commanders found a way to eke out a victory against the Colts last week. I think this is a trap spot for Minnesota. Not sure I feel so confident that this is going to end up on a locks list because the Commanders are three-point underdogs at home. But Kirk Cousins on the road, a team that is playing over their head right now. I like the fact that they added TJ Hawkinson. 
So very, you could see a scenario where Minnesota comes out, Washington's a bad team, and they just absolutely blow them out. But typically, that's not how it works in the NFL. Usually, these teams make you grind and work for it. I just, uh, I think a bad game is is somewhere in the mix. Is somewhere in the future yeah. for Minnesota and. Washington's a weird place to play, so it, it could be there. I'm going to go with the Commanders. It really is a random place to play, or I, they're in Andover, or Landover, Andover, Maryland. I think yeah. it's Landover, Maryland. I want to add one wants. more thing yeah. to it, because it, I don't have a ton of confidence in the Commanders. I'm not trying to sell anybody on a reason why. It's I can't, just I can't the grass pick. in Maryland. Well, it's <laughs> to me, it's, you have to pick your spots, and you're doing a pick them. 91% of the picks are on Minnesota. It's a three-point line. So already the odds makers are telling you tight game and you've got a home team that nobody's picking. You gotta pick your spots and zig when everyone else is zagging. This is one of those spots. That's the reason you take the commanders here, but there's no football reason to do it. Well, this is a Kirk Cousins revenge game, quote unquote. He was drafted by Washington. Even more of a reason to take Minnesota. I just I think yeah. this is a good I think I heard Chase Young's coming back to practice at least, which oh, could yeah. mean he's playing, which would lead me to oh, tell yeah. you on that. Wow. Uh, my pick kind of hinges on Chase Young's availability, I guess. They seem like they're more of a team with Heineke at quarterback. I guess Wentz was a total stranger. Um, but I I don't know. I guess Kirk Cousins is like winning me over, and I like the Hawkinson move, and I'll go with the Vikings and my nose. Now I know the Vikings are going to lose because <laughs> you can't pick the Vikings to save your life. I cannot. The Seattle Seahawks are on the road taking on the Arizona Cardinals. I get that the Cardinals are better with DeAndre Hopkins, but how could you possibly hop off this moving freight train that is the Seattle Seahawks? They're good on offense. Geno Smith is playing out of his mind, and it's not like there's regression coming. He's the same guy every single week. He's been awesome. And their defense is getting better. There's a cornerback that they drafted that's been lights out this year. Uh, so they're like creating this like baby legion of boom there, too. Right. It's Pete, incredible. Pete knows. I'm all in on the Seahawks, 62%. Who are they? Oh, they're in Arizona, right? They're in Arizona, though. Um, yeah. Man, and they're I underdogs in this game. Definitely don't want to root for Arizona. Um, Raheem yesterday was thinking it was a dangerous spot to take Seattle and well, Seattle's lovable. I still don't know if they're foolproof, but hey, it's Geno until further notice. Wouldn't be Kyler's the most random player, so he could pull it out. But give me Geno. I'm with it. Uh, the 62 percent of the picks on the Seahawks. The Tampa Bay Bucks host the L.A. Rams, defending champions against the year before's defending champions. Two teams that appear completely broken. It'll be really interesting to me to see which of these teams lose on Sunday because the sky will fall in those markets and nationally for the team that can't get it done. I said this earlier in the week. I will say it now. I have no confidence in either one. I'll just take the home team. Give me the bucks. I'm on a tie here. <laughs> I'm actually taking the tie. But, no, if I have to pick That's this true. game. I, 2020, I, right? I'm kind of with you on that. Let me just, yeah, 20 to 20. Give me the Bucks though, at home. I just feel like it's Tom. He's going to somehow figure things out because that division is still in play at some point. But like you said, it's like turning around a cruise ship. Probably won't be right away, but this is step one, beating a sketchy Rams team that doesn't have a real running back and Cooper Cup's a little bit compromised from the reports. So yeah. those things uh, add up to somehow a hold-your-nose-and-pick-the-Bucks sort of game. 63% on the Bucks. Sunday night football, pretty easy pick here. The Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Tennessee Titans, and the Titans might have to trot Malik Willis back out onto the field. You can get by with Malik Willis at quarterback, 
when you're going up against the Texans. You can't do that when you're going into Arrowhead against the Chiefs. So either way, I'll take the Chiefs, but uh, they win by a million if Malik Willis plays. I mean, I'm hoping it's Malik Willis because that would make me uh, more interested in the game. I just want to see him play, and I want to see 30 carries from Derrick Henry. But regardless, most likely the Chiefs. I can't really – things would have to – get real sketchy if, if the Chiefs were to lose that game, Tana, especially with Malik. Yeah, Tannehill may be the most boring quarterback so in the boring. NFL. 95% of the picks on the Chiefs. Who are these 5%ers picking the Titans? My goodness. New Orleans hosting the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football. It's their final pick on the Pick'em slate. And uh, New Orleans got back on track last week. We just got the news that Michael Thomas isn't going to play, but we haven't seen him play since, uh, I think, week two. So, no shock there. Also, the Ravens, without Rashad Bateman, for the rest of the year. Yeah, so it's like the that. battle of two teams that don't have their number one wide receiver for the rest of the season. 88% of the picks on the Baltimore Ravens here. I and when, when I first saw this, I thought Saints all the way. I'm going to wait until Monday night to actually bet it, but I think I think the Saints win. The, the Ravens, I love the Ravens against the Bucks last week because the Bucks are broken, but the Saints aren't broken. They kind of know what they are, and they can always gadget you up with Taysom Hill. So in the Superdome, I like them at home in that spot. I'll go with the Saints. Yeah, Saints are another team that I can't quite peg this year week to week. But um, I don't know. When in doubt, I'll just take Lamar Jackson, I suppose. There you go. Our NFL pick them up next. The price for Georgia-Tennessee tickets are through the roof. I'll give you the figures for that after this.